You're about to listen to a true story told live because this is True Stories Live. Brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. Hold on, you need a microphone. <laughs> I'm afraid, yes, you're not, you're not allowed to sit down. Or you can sit there, do you want to sit there? Oh, I see, oh, I thought anyone could. Okay, do you want to sit there? No, it's all right. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I'm very nervous, and I'll go very red. But, um, yeah, Swimming Against the Tide. This title could be made for me. I love swimming. I love swimming in the sea. Um, picture this. It's 2004, Boxing Day. You've got a terrible hangover, and you go for a swim. And... Oh, I didn't mention that I was in Sri Lanka. And yeah, we went for an early morning swim. Um, and there was something very odd about the water that morning. Um, it was very far out. Who knows what I'm going to talk about? <laughs> Boxing Day Tsunami, yeah, it was the first one. And uh, we didn't know that that's what it was. Um, so yeah. I'm not quite sure how much to tell you about it because one of the things about being in a traumatic situation is you've got no idea of the time scale. So I know that I had this lovely swim and took the piss out of my friend because she was saying, oh, the waves are being really weird this morning. It must be because it's a full moon. I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, but I... I remember I got out of the water and went to have a shower at nine o'clock in the morning because I knew I could have a poached egg for breakfast that morning. <laughs> and I had that, that Boxing Day hunger, not Boxing Day hunger, hungover hunger thing. Um, yeah, and then suddenly I, I looked in the bay and what had been very far out sea was coming in fast. The bay was filling up almost like um, there was a, a tap running into it, a very big tap. And so bearing in mind, I was in Sri Lanka and not in Thailand, so you probably have all seen those images of the, an actual looking like a tidal wave, but this came differently because it was around the side, so it was just kind of coming up like this. And how am I doing on time? Probably, a okay. <laughs> yeah, I, ca I, can't, I can't do this two minute thing. Um, so yeah, it was, it was very strange. And um, I said to my friends, look at the water, what's going on? And uh, it was all, yeah, that's a bit weird, isn't it? And we sort of talking about our breakfast. Um, and so we'd been for a swim, over the road from where we were staying in this hotel where we got really drunk um, until about four in the morning the night before. And um, 
so we were, we were asking the Sri Lankans, what's this? What's going on? And um, they, they didn't know. They were just kind of laughing. And we were all laughing, really. Oh, this is a bit weird. And uh, then we went and kind of moved back from the bay and was standing on the, the hotel veranda. And it was coming <coughs> more and more. And uh, I still don't know what it was. I kept looking at the hotel manager, who I'd made friends with, thinking, oh, what's he doing? And he wasn't looking too concerned. And um, then I looked at him, and he suddenly shouted at somebody to put the hoover away, because it was floating in water by this time. We were ankle deep in this water. And... Like I said, the timing's kind of weird. I don't know how fast the water was coming or what time it was by this time. And um, so, yeah, when he said put the hoover away, I looked at my friends and just said, oh, God. And then suddenly we looked at each other and went, run. And I think it might have been coming quite fast by then. We started running. And uh, that was... That was really the beginning of realizing that something terrible was happening. Um, we ran over the road, and the road was full of people running and screaming. And uh, we got to where we were staying over the road, and I was panicking. Oh, I hadn't mentioned my boyfriend was still in bed, very hungover, um, over the road. And that's what we all thought. We all thought, oh, better go and save Tim. Um, so I ran through, there were these French windows open, I ran through the French windows, came out the other side, thought, what shall I do? Uh, ran around the side, banged on the bedroom window, because by this time the water was probably up to my waist and it was getting very difficult to move. Um, so I banged on the window, shouted, wake up Tim, and suddenly I had this I heard my mum's voice in my head. It was saying, save yourself first. So uh, I, I saw these doors open and I ran in a door and it was someone else's bedroom and I shut the door behind me thinking, that'll keep the water out. Um, and then the door crashed in, the room filled up with water. I climbed on the bed. The bed started going up near the ceiling. Um, all I was worried about, really, was keeping my camera dry because it was um, one of the brand-new Nikon digital SLRs that I'd got for Christmas. So I kept the camera above my head all the time, and then we were going higher and higher in the, on the bed, and uh, I thought, what do I do when I run out of air? And then, well, I did save the camera later, yeah, and the film. <laughs> but... Um, the bed came back down to ground and the water got sucked out. And I came out and there was just this scene of devastation. Um, and the big guard dogs had got off the leash and were barking and all the trees were flattened. And really this story could go on forever and ever because that, that was just the beginning. Then there was another wave, then uh, we got taken to safety and stayed up, up, in a, uh, up in a plantation with this lovely family. Um, it went on for days. But actually, 
I'm going to end this just by telling you all the amazing things that happened to me as a result of that because of the sort of person I am. It destroyed my friend's confidence and, you know, they didn't want to go travelling abroad and, or anything like that. I don't think I really had post-traumatic stress, but what it did was it really gave me that carpe diem mentality. Live each day like it's your last and make the most of it. So... Is that about two minutes? <laughs> True Stories Live is a story show and story finding project brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. For more information about all of the work that we do, head to our website, truestorieslive.co.uk. We're super grateful to be supported by Arts Council England, Norfolk County Council and Writer Centre Norwich. <laughs>